You're listening to Omega Man Radio. T minus 10, 9, 8, and the clock is operating. We're underway. The show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. There's a sad scripture that says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man and he couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war, all-out war, a war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains, attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. All right, welcome to Omega Man Radio Network. This is a live show. Today is Wednesday, 2 p.m., and uh, I've got uh, together here in the studio with me, uh, Pastor David Lanksford. We're doing a live show from the uh, studios of Omega Man Radio. Uh, he's actually the first gentleman that has seen the cave, as I call it. That's about all that it looks like right now. It's unfinished, but uh, praise God we're able to do the program from here. And uh, let me get uh, Pastor Lanksford on the line. All right, Pastor David, are you on with me? Yes, sir, I am today. Well, how are you doing today, brother? We're doing very well, and it's a great joy and a great blessing to be with you today on the program. Well, praise God. Would you honor us today and open up with prayer? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your bountiful blessings upon our lives. Father, I acknowledge today that our help and our strength comes from you and you only. Father, we ask you to bless every listener today. Minister to their needs, whatever their needs might be. We pray the Holy Spirit of God 
will touch their hearts and touch their minds. I ask you to touch me and the brother today as we minister the word of God, that it would go forth in great power and in great might and would bring deliverance to the captive souls and set them free. And we ask, Lord, that you would touch us with your word and with your Holy Spirit and will magnify for everything that is done. For it's in Christ's name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. Again, we've got Pastor David Linksford on the program today. Uh, as many of you know, we have our regular program at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Sunday. So tonight I'm going to have Pastor James Mobley on at 8 p.m., bringing a word from the Lord, and we're going to be opening up lines. And um, we're going to also open up the lines today. I don't know how many people are listening out there right now, but if you would like to call in, you need prayer, you'd like to make a comment, you'd like to talk to Pastor David, the number that you can call in on is area code 917-889-2745, or you can call me toll-free at 877-806-2482. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, whatever your need may be, uh, don't hesitate to call, and that's what we're here for today. Well, uh, we want to thank everybody that's been supporting Omega Man Radio. As you know, we do a nightly program that uh, you can pick up on iTunes. You can also download in the archives on MP3. And this is a free program. Feel free to uh, download it, send it to your friends. But, you know, help spread the word about Omega Man Radio. Uh, shouts out to everybody, our friends from Canada, the U.K., E.U., all over the United States, wherever you may be listening from. Uh, and, um, again, it's just a pleasure and honor to be with you here live. Uh, I also want to mention that tonight I'm going to be turning on the 96K stereo stream. So uh, we'll have that pumping out at stereo quality tonight. But um, with that, let's uh, get back with Pastor David. Uh, Pastor David, uh, tell us a little bit about your ministry and what uh, what's the mission. The mission is to preach an uncompromising message to a compromising world. I believe we are living uh, in the last days. And the Bible says in the last days that men would depart from the faith. They would give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And the greatest way to deter this departing from the faith is to preach an uncompromising message to this generation. Uh, as Paul the Apostle charged Timothy, 2 Timothy 4.1, he said, I charge thee before the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in kingdom, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all on suffering and doctrine, for the time will come. But they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap themselves, teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall be turned unto fables. So it's imperative that we preach the word of God here in this end-time hour. Amen. Amen. Uh, speaking of uh, the end-time hour, where do you think we are right now, Pastor David, on the, the timeline before the return of the Lord? Uh, is his coming soon? What is your uh, thinking on that? Well, I do believe the coming of the Lord is soon. Uh, I think what we're watching right now is the world converging into a one-world government and a one-world ecumenical system uh, where they're going to begin to persecute the true Christians, and but the rest of the so-called nominal church world is going to come together, and uh, they'll even kill us, as Jesus said in John 16, thinking they're doing God's service. But we're watching the rhetoric and the jargon relative to the currency, uh, looking for the, the Japanese, or excuse me, the Chinese yuan and the American dollar to ultimately collapse and bring all this to fruition. And then, of course, in the very end, 
the Bible describes a time when we'll see the mark of the beast. Well, you know, uh, many of the mainstream Christian churches out there preach that, uh, you know, Revelation is only for those that are left behind. That, uh, you know, we won't have to contend with the mark of the beast if we're a Christian. We're going to go out in the first flight out. But I'll be honest with you. I've searched the scriptures, and I just don't see it that way. The way I read it, Pastor, is, uh, you know, we're going to be persecuted, and we'll see the tribulation before the return of the Lord. What's your opinion on that? I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, Jesus said in the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I believe God will use the tribulation to perfect the church. Uh, as we both know, the church is full of sin, degradation, and debasedness. And uh, Peter said, he that has suffered in the flesh shall cease from sin. And so I believe once the persecution comes, people's hearts will turn more to the Lord. Uh, like Paul the Apostle, his thorn did not drive him away from the Lord, but it, it drove him to seek the Lord. For he said, thrice I sought the Lord. And on the third time he sought God, God spoke to him. Uh, the Lord maybe didn't tell him what he wanted to hear, but he told him, he said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for in thy weakness my strength is perfected. And so to get through this tribulation period, we're going to have to have the strength of the Holy Ghost. Man's strength is not going to be sufficient. It's going to take the helping hand of God to see us through. Well, amen to that. I, I also concur with you on that, and I believe what the Word says, you know. It says that he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. And uh, I believe that before uh, before the Lord returns, we're going to see persecution of the church that's been unparalleled. Uh, we're going to see um, many be given the offer to uh, lose their head or uh, take the mark of the beast system. And, uh, you know, I believe that um, there's going to even be some people that will endure through all this and see the return of Jesus at the seventh trump. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, you know, what do I do right now? Uh, do I need to leave the city? Do I go hide in a cave? Um, should I leave the country? Uh, you know, so many questions that are going through people's mind. You know, do I buy gold and silver? Do I stock up on food? I mean, so many questions right now in light of what's going on with the economy, the collapse of the world markets. Um, and it just causes a lot of confusion and frustration for people not knowing what to do. What's some practical advice that you can give people, regardless of where they're tuning in from, uh, as to how they can get prepared to uh, to endure? Well, first of all, Psalms 46.1, the psalmist declared, God is our refuge and strength, a present help in trouble. So the greatest refuge for mankind is Jesus, the Lord's Christ. I do believe in preparing. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11 that Noah prepared an ark for the saving of his house. And if you go back to Genesis, you will see in the fifth chapter where Noah gathered food for himself and for all the animals, and he placed that on the ark. I was always taught uh, when I was a pre-tribulationist that the, uh, the animals, for the most part, went into hibernation. But that, that obviously is not true because the scriptures are clear that God told Noah to gather food for him and for the animals. So I do believe in preparation. Uh, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the coming of the Son of Man. So if you want to find out how to prepare, go back and read the book of Genesis and look at the life of uh, Noah and what he was doing. Uh, Joseph, uh, God revealed to him there would be seven years of plenty, there would be seven years of famine. 
uh, they took 20% of the seven years of plenty, put it back, and it got them through the seven years of famine. Now, common sense says 20% would not be enough, but little is much when God is in it. And I always tell people, if you are effortless, God has nothing to bless. But if you put forth an effort, demonstrate some trust and faith in God, and do your best, I believe God will always make up the difference in our life. Wherever we're falling short, God will make up the difference. Five barley loaves and two small fishes fed 5,000 men plus women and children. If you would line that many people up, fifteen to 20,000, it would be a line uh, many miles long. And God multiplied the food to sustain the people uh, because he didn't want to send them away hungry. God doesn't want us to be sent away hungry. He's a God of provision. And because he's going to have a vibrant, living church at his second coming, he's going to have to preserve us and keep us. Uh, he sent Joseph down to Egypt to be the posterity, the preservation of the nation of Israel. And that's why God put him down there. God knew the famine was coming. God ordained these events. Uh, so God is in control of all of this. But as I said, I want to reiterate, you do your best. And God will make up the difference. And according to Genesis 47, we know that the money will fail. And so I think it's only pragmatic and prudent uh, to have some gold and silver. Um, that's what God made. And anything that God made certainly has value. Whatever man makes has no intrinsic value, and it's for the most part worthless. Well, I'd agree with that. I believe that the current uh, system of currency is you know, on, on honest uh, weights and measures. And no wonder it's collapsing. You know, there's no real money backing uh, the Federal Reserve notes. And, uh, you know, the world at large is seeing that, that uh, what we're doing, just keep reprinting money, and it can't go on like that forever. So I have no doubt in my mind that um, the dollar is going to devaluate. In fact, um, I think we were discussing over lunch today, there's been, what, three independent men who have uh, received a word from the Lord that we could see uh, a major devaluation this year in the dollar. Fifty to seventy percent anywhere between now and the end of July. And if that happens, what people don't realize, if you had a million dollars in the bank and the currency was devalued seventy percent, you've lost seven hundred thousand dollars because the dollar has no intrinsic value. It takes four cents to print a one dollar bill, it takes the same four cents to print a hundred dollar bill. They've got you and I convinced that one is worth a hundred times more than the other, but it's the same amount of paper, the same amount of ink. But if you'll remember in the days of Joseph, uh, even Jacob sent the boys down to Egypt with uh, gold and silver to buy. So that's, that's God's currency because he made it. And uh, we all uh, know that the fragility of the banking system is, is, is really tantamount. And I believe personally that somehow when this crisis arises again, and I believe it very well could happen this year, somehow it will be tied in with the Internet, uh, because that way they can shut the Internet down and control deposits, withdrawals. So if you don't have some kind of monetary means of trading, exchanging, hypothecating, or whatever, uh, you're going to be caught in a very uh, dire situation. And, and I believe God's people don't need to be out here in the world uh, when this unravels, you need to be in a place of safety, a place of refuge. As I said, the Lord is your refuge, but you want to be at home. 
uh, away from all the unruly crowds that are going to, to come to fruition very quickly because, regretfully, so many people today are dependent upon the government for a check, for housing, for utilities, uh, food. Uh, what is it, 42 million people now are on food stamps in America. Uh, what will these people, how will they behave when the government says, we don't have any money for you to buy food? It's going to be a very, very precarious time for all of us. No doubt about it, David. I believe that uh, it's going to be massive riots breaking out when people don't get their Social Security checks, when they find out there's shortages uh, in just about everything that they need that we, you know, we've taken for granted that will always be here. And, uh, you know, back to the silver and gold issue, uh, people forget that um, what did Jesus uh, get as a gift? He got frankincense, gold, and myrrh. And, uh, you know, he survived uh, probably on that for three years as a child with Mary and Joseph when God uh, sent them down to Egypt for a while. So uh, definitely there's a, a precedent. Uh, gold and silver have been the been God's currency since the beginning of time. And um, for those that hadn't listened to the warnings before, like Steve Quill has been talking about for many years, they could have made a lot of money had they followed that advice. Um because now we see what silver is going up to like thirty dollars an ounce, gold over fourteen hundred. But um, so you know, I praise God that uh, there are people out there that uh, use some wisdom and were able in better times to buy. And if you still have some money you're sitting on, don't put faith in the banks, folks. You could wake up, go there one day, put your ATM card in, and it's uh, it says out of service, or the banks are closed. They've got a bank holiday, or they could do a currency recall. Get your money out of uh, the banks, out of paper. Don't put it under your mattress. Put it into something that could actually uh, make you some money. And I would say definitely that would be silver and gold. It's not too late to get into it. Also, I believe you do need to have some food, some water purification. Uh, if God has blessed you that you can get out of the city, I think maybe getting out of major industrial areas are probably a good move. But, uh, David, there are people out there that say, you know, I'm out of a job right now, or I'm just you know, taking it one week at a time. Unfortunately, I don't have any surplus right now. What would you say to a person that just has no money uh, or no ability uh, to go out there and, and do some of these things? Will God still take care of them? As I said, God is our refuge. And if you don't have, I believe God will make provision. You know, we've got to understand that God wants to bless us. I keep alluding to Joseph. God knew the famine was coming, so he raised up joseph to send him before his family to preserve them you may be the one in your family that god is going to use to preserve your family he may bless you individually through a business or through a business deal or give you uh, uh, an insight uh, you know all it takes is one fault from god to change your world but god blesses us to be a blessing uh, blessings are not to be all about me it's about being blessed to be a blessing that's why you know paul said give and it, or jesus said give and it shall be given to you pressed down shaken together running over shall men give into your bosoms but paul said it's better to give than to receive the fact that one can give already demonstrates he's been blessed so the greater blessing is the ability to be able to give uh and uh, no matter where you find yourself in life whatever status I believe God wants everyone to be blessed to the degree that they can be a blessing because the greater blessing is in the giving than the receiving. Amen to that. And then uh, I also add that uh, 
we've got to look at the uh, precedent of, was it the Zeropath, the widow? Uh, it was a lady that uh, she was getting ready to make her last hoe cake, as we say down in the Deep South, <laughs> and uh, share it with her son. Then they were going to prepare to die, and they got a knock on the door, and the, the prophet came in and said, uh, make bake that cake for me. So in faith, they did it. And what did the Lord do? He multiplied the, uh, was it the cornmeal or the oil? Both. There was meal in the barrel, and there was oil in the cruise. And they survived hard times, didn't they? Absolutely. And Jesus alludes to that in uh, Luke chapter 4. Out of all the widows that were in Zarephath at that time of the famine, uh, he sent Elijah to her house. And um, if you will remember, that scripture also ties into the tribulation because it was for three and one-half year period. So, you know, many times we, we read the scriptures quickly, and we miss a few things. But uh, the Bible says that Jesus here in the fourth chapter of Luke, verse 25, But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Serapatha, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elias the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman, the Syrian. So during this time, there's going to be a visible, literal manifestation of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, just like this widow. Jesus quickly, as he says in Luke 4:18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He then goes to this subject of famine. So we know, according to Matthew 24, verse 8, there's going to be earthquakes, famines, pestilences, and troubles in the end. But God is a God of provision, and I believe those who have faith in God, who serve God, who love Him, that God is obligated to meet our need. Amen. Amen. So let's recap. Maybe God has um, blessed you, and you have some uh, financial wherewithal to uh, take what you've got, uh, invest, maybe make a profit in these hard times uh, to support your family, to help some others. Um, maybe it will be that um, God can multiply your oil and cornmeal uh, in a time of famine and multiply what you still have um, to sustain you. And then, of course, if it gets down to it, folks, and you've been obedient to the Lord, you're trying to walk in Him, you know, He can rain down manna from heaven. Amen. Uh, but I would say that it, we've got to do what we can do, having done all stand. I said, believe the word says that, a wise man seeth destruction from afar and hideth himself. Simple pass on or destroyed. Uh, to believe the word is to actually act. Uh, you know, there's some people out there that say, well, you know, uh, God will take care of all my needs. I don't have to do anything. You know, I really believe that's a lack of faith, that the Bible means what it says, that hard times are coming, that uh, men's hearts are going to fail them for fear. Uh, if you really believe the word, then Jesus warned us what was coming so they would not catch us like a thief in the night. You know, it shouldn't come as a surprise when we see these things happening. Earthquakes, wars, rumors of wars, diverse places. Um, and so I believe that you've got to do what you can do. And then having done all stand, we don't have to have a spirit of fear. But uh, we should be prudent, and we should ask God, God, if there's something I need to do uh, that I'm not doing, please impress it upon me so I can get busy. You know, folks, we do need to redeem the time because the days are evil. I just want to throw that in. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a live program. This is Omega Man Radio Network. We're doing an early bird show today. 
It's my pleasure to have in the studio here Pastor David Linkford. Uh, Pastor Linkford is the pastor of the Voice of Evangelism Church. Uh, I'm going to give him to give you some more details on his ministry here in a moment. Before I pass it back to him, I want to say we have a live show where you can call in today. If you'd like to weigh in on this discussion, you need prayer, the number to call in is, again, uh, the same as always, 917-889-2745. Or if you don't have a long distance, call toll-free 877-806-2482. I also want to mention for the new listeners out there that if you're a truck driver, you're going down the road, maybe you don't have Internet access when we do these shows, take that number, put it in your cell phone, and you can dial in and listen in your car anywhere in the country that you maybe you've got cell phone connection. You know, today with these unlimited cell phone plans, I mean, heck, you could be here for the whole three-hour show for free. Just dial in. Um, love to hear from you today. So um, let me give it back to Pastor David. Pastor Langford, uh, tell people again uh, about uh, your ministry, uh, your radio show that you do, and how they can contact you. Well, we are called the Voice of Evangelism International Radio Ministries. You can find us at www.v voiceofevangelism.com and if you go to our website you can find our schedule for our radio programs which are Monday and Tuesday 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Lord willing brother here is helping me to get this geared up so we can also get on the internet uh, to try to reach more listeners here in the end because we feel like people are going to need to hear the truth and uh, there's a scarcity of the truth and as one person one time said the first casualty uh, in any war or any discrepancy is the truth, and we certainly all need that. Uh, we passed through a small church in Stanley, North Carolina. Uh, we were one time uh, ordained in the Church of God, but in 2002, uh, we surrendered our credentials. Uh, sometimes people say they, they took them, but no, I surrendered them willingly, and we started a non-denominational work. And uh, God has blessed the work immensely. We have a Christian school, ACE, which is Accelerated Christian Education, K-4 through 12. And uh, we just believe that we're living in the time of the end. And uh, we're just trying to uh, warn the people of God. Uh, Ezekiel 3.17 says, Son of man, I have made thee therefore a watchman under the house of Israel. Therefore hear the words at my mouth and give them warning from me. Uh, God uses programs just like this program, Omega Man Radio, to give warnings. Uh, the warnings are to cause you to become sober, uh, to become vigilant, very watchful. Uh, Jesus admonished us, watch and pray. And uh, the devil wants us asleep. He wants us in a stupor. He wants us in a mode of slumbering, uh, not sober to what's taking place. And regretfully, uh, there are so many that are asleep, and they don't realize how fragile the hour is right now. But God is trying to warn the people through programs such as this to, uh, to, 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 to let people know what's going on. A lot of people simply just don't know how bad of a, a condition and shape that we are in right now as a nation and as a world. Amen. And we're going to be talking more about uh, what's ahead uh, now we're going to go to the phone, take some calls, and if you need prayer or you'd like to weigh in on this or talk to Pastor Linkford, the number to call in is 917-889-2745. Let's go to our first caller, area code 404. You're on the air with Pastor David Linkford. 
Good afternoon. Um, my name is Rosalind. I was calling for prayer. Um, I just lately been feeling like I'm in the wilderness, and I'm just believing in God to open doors in my life um, emotionally, spiritually, definitely financially. Um, I haven't been able to see the harvest. You know, I am a giver, and I love to give, but you got to be able to give. Most of all, you got to be able to, you know, give to yourself at times, you know, I'm just really tired of struggling, you know. That's where I'm at at this time. Pastor David? Well, there are five times of harvest. You've probably never heard that. Uh, Winter, spring, summer, and fall. And then there's that due season. Uh, We shall reap in due season if we faint not. God allows us at times to go through a dry place. Uh, That is for the purpose of creating a hunger and creating a thirst in our hearts for him. Uh, All all month long I've been admonishing everyone to fast and to pray. When you begin to fast and you begin to pray, God will open doors that have never been opened before for you. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 17, 21, This kind goeth not but by prayer and fasting. So I'm, I'm a firm believer, sister, that fasting will... Bring about things in your life that are virtually impossible, but when we put our hand to the plow uh, and we seek God through prayer and fasting, God will do things that have never been done before. Isaiah 58, verse 6, Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. God will give you the power to break all of these yokes. So let me encourage you today. Don't grow weary and well-doing, for he said you shall reap in due season if you faint not. And uh, many people I know are faint, and many people feel like they're on the back side of the desert. But if you will remember, on the back side of the desert is when God manifests himself powerfully to Moses, the man of God, and set him forth for the remainder of of his life, those those last 40 years of his life was used solely for God's purpose, and God used him mightily. So don't grow weary. Just keep persevering here in the end. Does that answer your question, sister? Yes, um, it does. Um, would you still be able to pray for me? Oh, we'd be honored to. Pastor David, Any and by the way, you have a specific prayer request, or... You're looking for uh, a, a miracle in the area of finances. How would you like yeah, him just, to pray? I'm, I'm just believing in God uh, to open this emotionally, spiritually, financially in all areas. All not, right. I mean, not just financially, but all areas. Pastor David. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus, you declared in your word that the steps of a good man, a good woman, are ordered by the Lord. And though we may stumble or fall, we shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth us with your holy, your mighty hand. Father, I pray for this sister. I pray today that you would grant her favor with someone that she doesn't even know. And that someone that you bring into her life will become a blessing to her, and that through her receiving this blessing, she might reciprocate it to others. We come against the enemy in the name of Jesus, and we plead the blood of the Lamb. It's through the blood of the Lamb that we overcome the enemy, Satan himself. Father, I ask you to restore her today, for you are a God 
of restoration. Restore her outlook, Lord. Take away the fear, the anxiety, the trepidation that Satan is trying to embed into her heart and mind and give her deliverance even now. For the psalmist said, This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Father, I thank you today. I rejoice right now that you are delivering her. You're sitting her on top. You're raising her up and allowing her to sit in heavenly places and with joy to draw from the wells of salvation. We confess it. We believe it even now, Father. And it's in Christ's name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you Praise so much. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for your call today. And if you would like to uh, call in and talk to Pastor David Lankford, you need prayer, the number to call in on is 917-889-2745. Let's go to our next caller. Caller from area code 229. You're on the air with Pastor David Lankford. Hello? Yes, hello. Hey, Shannon, this is Donna, um, Sarah Path Widow. Hey, Donna, thanks for uh, tuning in today. How are you? Yeah, that was a pleasant surprise to see an early bird. I like the early birds. It reminds me of the the first time when you started out and there was only 13 of us in the chat room for the longest. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a cozy family. It really was. As the word says, despise not the day of small things. I praise God. For the we beginning, and you've been around for a long time. I appreciate yeah, your... Yeah, I mean, probably the second show, when you had um, Mike and Jeff Beavers. Um, yes. Yeah, because, you know, my testimony has been I got healed that night from Lyme disease, arthritis, all kinds of things. And Amen. I have not been, I've not been the same ever since. Well, give the but, Lord the praise, and, uh, you know, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and uh, miracles are for today, and, you know, you're a testimony of that. Now I saw you in the chat room. Did you have you had a special need there in the family? Uh, yes, tell us about that. All, all three of us have the flu right now. Um, just fever and aches and chest congestion, and you know, I just wanted some some good praying folks to agree with us and send this stuff on down the road. Well, we would be honored, Pastor David. Would you like to pray? Yes, Father. The Scriptures declare that you sent your word and you healed them. And deliver them out of all of their destruction. You said in your word, by your stripes, we are healed. You said in Exodus fifteen twenty six, I am the Lord God that healeth thee. And I believe according to your word today that you will touch our sister, her family. You'll bring healing into every one's body and mind and soul and spirit. Father, we thank you that we have the privilege to come to the throne of grace boldly that we might find help, aid, and assistance in the day of trouble, Lord. I just thank you today that we have the privilege to pray. For the psalmist declared, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are opened unto their cries. Father, you said the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. As we agree here today, touching this one thing, we pray that you would bring healing and ministry into their bodies right now, Lord, and give them strength and a complete and full recovery that they would give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory, and have a great testimony of the power of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. And in his name, Lord, we ask it. Amen. And Father God, I just come in agreement with this sister and Pastor David. And if this is a spirit of infirmity, we bind it right now and command it to loose from that family in the name of Jesus. Yes. And we just, I curse this, this virus like Jesus cursed the fig tree, and I command it to dry up right now. 
in the name of Jesus Christ, I apply the blood of Jesus to you and your family. And I just ask God that you loose your healing power. And the word says that through his stripes we are healed. So be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing right now. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you. God bless you, sister, for calling in. All right. Bye-bye. And uh, we've got a live program on tonight uh, at 8 p.m., but we're doing an early bird show right now. So this is your opportunity to call in if you'd like for prayer or you'd like to talk to Pastor David, weigh in on this discussion, phone number 917-889-2745. What we're going to do now is just take a a break, and then we're going to be back on with more of this program. Uh, I would encourage you to also join us in the chat room. You can meet some friends. We open that up with every show and uh, we'll be right back after this uh, short break. All right, and we're back. Let's get Pastor David back on the line. I'm going to unmute him. And uh, Pastor David, you back with me? Yes, sir. Praise God. Folks, for just tuning in, this is a live program. Pastor David, give out your uh, website and your contact information if people would like to contact you and find out more about your ministry. Uh, you can find us at www.com. The, got to put the word the in, thevoiceofevangelism.com. Our church office number is 704-263-4003. Again, our church office number is 704-263-4003. The radio studio office number is 704-263-1945. Again, the radio office number is 704-263-1945. My email is voiceofevangelism at hotmail.com. Or if you go to our website, there's a way there to make contact with us. And uh, again, we are on uh, WWCR 9.350. Again, that's WWCR. 9.350 9.350 on Mondays and Tuesdays uh, between 5 p.m. Eastern Standard and 6 p.m. And then again on Saturday nights at midnight at 4.840. Uh, if you'd like to get on our free mailing list, we send out a monthly newsletter that's free of charge. Either write us, email us, or phone us. Uh, our mailing address is Voice of Evangelism. That's Post Office Box 669, Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S, North Carolina, 28006. Again, that's Voice of Evangelism. Post Office Box 669, Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S, North Carolina, 28006. We send out a free newsletter every month. And we just share in that letter what we feel God is speaking to our hearts. For the month of January, we gave a warning that 2011 would be a year of chaos, disintegration, and disorder in the United States. Because in biblical numerology, the number 11 means that. Disintegration, confusion, chaos, disorder. And I believe we're going to see much of that this year before the year comes to a close. And, you know, uh, that's uh, that's timely. You mentioned that. I'm looking here in the chat room. 
one of our listeners out there is asking about the uh, date 11-11. Before we go into that, I've got an emergency prayer request that just came in. Uh, Tammy Winterstrom, a, a long-time listener, wrote in and said, Please pray for me. My son is having heart surgery at this moment. Uh, Pastor David, would you lift up uh, Tammy and her son who's in surgery right now? Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you, Lord, right now to cover her son. We ask you to touch the physicians. Father, touch their hands as they do surgery upon this child. Father, we just pray a hedge of protection about this child right now. And that, God, this child would have a great and powerful testimony of the hand of God in his life. And, Father, I pray that you would nurture this child and raise this child. And keep it from drugs and alcohol and the things of this world. For, Lord, for a time such as this, you may be raising this child up to minister at this hour. I ask you, Father God, to touch the mom, the dad. I just ask you to give them solace and peace right now. We come against the anxiety, fear, trepidation, anything that Satan may be trying to use against them to discourage them right now. Father, we just plead the blood of Emmanuel upon it right now that they might have peace, the peace of God that passeth all understanding. And we ask it in Christ's name we pray, Lord. Amen. Yes, Father God, I am in agreement, and I just ask, according to your word, Father God, in Jesus' name, where Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth be bound in heaven, loosed on earth be loosed in heaven, we just ask that you would loose ministering spirits to Tammy and her son. I ask for a hedge of protection around them in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5, a wall of fire. Loose your warrior angels, Father God, to surround that family, protect them. And I'm asking for a healing touch on his heart. We cover it with the blood of Jesus. We say, be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, for what you're doing right now for her and her family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, if you would like to call in today, this is a live program, number 917-889-2745. We've got a toll-free number, 877-806-2482. Let's get back to this issue uh, of 1111. Now, Pastor David, I spoke to you maybe uh, before the holidays, and we happened to be on the phone one day, and uh, I look at my dash clock, and it was exactly 1111. Now, I don't know what's going on here, but I keep seeing this number. And it'll be 11-11 in the morning or 11-11 p.m. I've also actually seen 911 <laughs> quite a bit. But um, is my mind playing tricks on me, or could God be talking to this? Other people are claiming that they're seeing the same number. Is there any significance to this scene 11-11? In fact, I was on the phone with you yesterday, and then last night I looked at my dash clock, and boom, it was 11-11 again. What's going on? Well, I just think God is warning us uh, that this is going to be a year of chaos. And, uh, you know, when you know there's going to be uh, a situation wherein there is chaos, you get ready for it. Yeah, as a child growing up in the South, we would wash the clothes, hang them out on the clothesline. And uh, many times a thunderstorm would, would start to come. And we'd always run out, my grandma would run out there and get the clothes in uh, because we saw what was coming and all her work would have been in vain. And so when God begins to show us these things, they are, they are warnings. They are, uh, when Jesus said there shall be signs in the sun, the moon, the stars, the word signs there means indications, marks. They're telling us something's going wrong. When I was coming down here today, I had the signs, the road marks, to tell me where to turn, etc., etc. And I believe this is a, a, a sign that we're going to see 
something of great significance. Timothy Geithner has already warned us that if there's another financial anomaly, that they'll have to take over more institutions. Uh, they loaned all this money out to all these other uh, McDonald's, GM, banks overseas, but yet to the states of these United States, they're going to charge them interest. Every state now is running a basic deficit of $1 to $3 billion shortfall because there's no paychecks to tax and to draw revenue. And so they're going to charge our states interest on these loans that they're making, yet they'll give to Wall Street, to the bankers, and not charge them one dime. So it shows you the the, the spirit of Antichrist is to destroy this nation. We're being destroyed from within because we're corrupt, and uh, we have an imposter in the White House, and yet no one wants to speak out the truth and deal with the truth. Like the one senator whose mic was inadvertently left open uh, a few weeks back, he said, this yes. thing is rigged. Why did he not stand up, brother, and say, foul, this is wrong, stop it now? But the Bible said truth has fallen in the streets, and once again, a United States senator allowed truth to fall in the streets and, and not deal with it. Amen to that. I know what the Word says, and that is that uh, there'll be a one-world order, and they want a one-world currency, and for that to happen, they've got to crash this economy first. So I believe it's uh, not by accident we're seeing this devaluation of the dollar. I believe they have planned this. They're going to try to implode the, the economy um, very soon, and um, they're going to need an answer. They're going to need something to rise from the ashes. So you have all these meetings going on overseas, the G20 and so forth, um, Medvedev of Russia and these other countries, Sarkovsky asking for a, a new economic unit. Um, it's just a matter of time before this system implodes. So um, I have no doubt in my mind that uh, we're going to see some tumultuous times in 2011. And, folks, you don't have to have a, a spirit of fear to attack you, but you do need to be alert. You need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's probably a good time to start um, fasting. Uh, we need to be able to hear the Lord clearly in this hour so we'll know what to do. Not everybody has the same exit strategy. Not everybody's supposed to be in the same geographical location. And it's certainly not times to, you know, to shut down and, and cease from working for the Lord. We do have to occupy till it comes, but we all need some uh, precise instructions for this hour. And uh, I do believe God is trying to warn people. Uh, the question is, will we um, listen to what he says or will and turn off the TV and get in a quiet place so we can hear the Lord? Or are we going to go on about our business like there's no end and, uh, you know, be like it was in the days of Noah. They were eating and drinking and giving a marriage and knew not till the flood came and took them away. So I believe God is trying to wake up people out there, and I believe he can certainly do it by trying to get your attention with uh, the number 1111 like he's been doing with me. Now I just need to find out uh, some more instruction from my own life, uh, as many of you do. But uh, we certainly, uh, you know, uh, we've got some time here. You know, the world's not going to end tomorrow. Uh, you know, we are in the, uh, I believe, uh, the last of, of this age. You know, the world's not going to be destroyed by a rogue common, and it'll be all she wrote. You know, we've got to have a thousand-year millennial reign come up. But uh, I do believe that uh, we're going to see persecution and tribulation. Uh, many people have an option to become a martyr or deny Christ and take that mark. You don't want to take the mark of the beast. Uh, it'll be a one-way ticket to hell. And, um, you know, there's different pathways God has ordained for 
those of us out there that are alive in this time, but we certainly do need to get as close to him as we can. You know, the safest place to be is in the center of God's will. Um, this is a live program. If you'd like to call in today and weigh in and make a comment, ask uh, a question, We've got Pastor David Lankford with us in the studio. Number is 917-889-2745. Um, Pastor Lankford, some people ask the question, should I bug out and leave the country? Uh, when these things start to happen, uh, are they going to uh, be happening only in America, or are we going to see turmoil all over the world? Well, as a matter of fact, we're seeing more turmoil outside of the United States right now than we are seeing in the United States. Australia is virtually underwater, mm. rioting in Greece, Portugal, Italy. Uh, Brazil is inundated with floods. Uh, I think the only thing that gives us this uh, element of mercy is there is a faction of God-fearing people who are still praying and fasting here in America. Uh, you know, We live here in the Bible Belt. Uh, we still uh, retain an element of godliness. We love the Lord. We are. I've asked everyone to fast this month that would. We're really trying to seek the Lord. Uh, and I think that's why it's staying off what's happening around the world uh, before it comes to America. But it will come to America. So having said that, there's no place to go but to the Lord. Uh, you know, most people can't afford to leave the country. They don't have anywhere to go. They have no contact. Many people don't even have a, a passport. They just they just can't do these things. But God is our, 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 our covering. God is our refuge. God is our high tower, shield, and buckler. And that's why, you know, he says, seek me. You know, I'm, I'm going to deliver you. Uh, Psalms 50, 15 says, and call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. It's going to be God that delivers all of us. If, you, if you're delivered, it will be God's hand that does it for us and so uh you know I'm, I'm not leaving the united states i haven't got any unction uh, or anything of that nature uh i want to be led by the lord romans eight fourteen. for as many as are led by the spirit of god they're called the sons of god so we're just going to have to be led by the holy ghost and he'll show us what to do and if he wants you out of the country he is so sovereign he will make plans to get you out through somebody else Amen. Amen. And I, I like to hang on to that verse. Uh, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seek begging bread. I believe that was David. And, um, you know, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. You know, if we're willing to be obedient to whatever the Lord would have us to do, he'll take care of us. Uh, he can sustain us in a time of famine. Uh, he's done it before. He can do it again. Uh, whatever your situation is, if God's ready to make a move in your life, he can pluck you out. Just like that um, homeless uh, DJ, uh, I believe his name was uh, Ted. Uh, one day he's on the street living under a bridge. The next day he's been plucked out of the fire and he's got job offers. So, I mean, I've seen it in my own life. I've seen where, you know, your your life can radically change in the space of hours. And, uh, you know, God's just looking for people to say, hey, God, whatever your will is, uh, your will be done. And my prayer is always, you know, God, open the right doors, shut the wrong doors. Not my will, but thy will be done. You know, that's what Jesus said. Uh, Thy will be done, Father. So uh, you can't go wrong <laughs> lining up with the Word and the Word. He knows best. Amen. Um, as I mentioned to Pastor David, I, I grew up in the Church of God. I had two grandfathers, Church of God ordained ministers. One uh, is still alive, and um, thank God for him and my grandmother. 
Uh, I had another grandfather who died at the age of 57. And what was interesting is um, when they went to clean out his office at the church, they found uh, his desk had actually uh, it all been uh, it was it was neatly organized, and there was only one thing on the top of it. It was a sermon he was getting ready to preach. It was called the sifting of the saints. And I think how timely a topic. Uh, I believe that that's what we're seeing occur right now. I know the word said judgment comes first to the house of the Lord, and the righteous scarcely be saved. Where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? Uh, do you believe that we're seeing a sifting in the church right now, Pastor Langford? Yes, I do. Uh, you know, God is continuing to expose ministries and ministers, uh, just as uh, Jesus told Peter, Satan hath desired to sift you. Uh, he's desiring to sift all of us. And, uh, you know, the Lord allows the sifting to come at times uh, to prove us, to see where our heart is, to see where our affection is. And we may say one thing with our mouth, but our hearts be in an entirely different place. Uh, that was the problem with Lot's wife. Uh, we don't even know her name. And throughout all the great women in the Bible, uh, from Jehokabed, the mother of Moses, uh, to Hannah, to Esther, uh, to Mary, the mother of Jesus, the Lord tells us to remember a woman whose name that we don't even know. He said, remember Lot's wife. And the reason being because though she was physically out of harm's way, her heart was in Sodom and Gomorrah. And that was her reason for looking back. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So she looked back, and uh, all God asked of them was just don't look back. And the very thing that he asked them not to do, she couldn't comply. But that was her test. And uh, we're all going to be tested. We're going to be sifted. Uh, Jesus told Peter, Satan hath desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And so uh, remember the Lord is ever interceding for us, uh, that we overcome. And uh, that's why we pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Uh, because he will order our steps in that we are not led or go into a place of temptation to be uh, harmed or injured by the enemy. Amen to that. And if you're just tuning in, we've been uh, speaking with Pastor David Lankford today. Um, our time is about up for this program. Uh, so in the moments remaining, uh, Pastor David, would uh, you give out your contact information again, please? Tell people how they can contact you and support your ministry, and then would you close in prayer? Yes. Again, you can reach us at thevoiceofevangelism.com. Again, that's dot thevoiceofevangelism.com or you can write us at Post Office Box 669 Alexis A-L-E-X-I-S North Carolina 28006 or phone us 704-263-4003 again that's 704 263 and in this prayer today, I'm just going to ask that the Lord would would give you an unction. First John 2.20 says you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. I believe it's God's will for us to have understanding, to understand the times, to know what we ought to do. So as we pray today, we're going to pray for the illumination 
of the Holy Spirit of God in our minds. Let me say this before I pray. Ephesians 4.23, Paul said, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. If you keep thinking the same old way, you're going to get the same old results. So as the Holy Spirit renews your mind, you'll begin to see things differently. You'll begin to have this unction and to see through the veneer, the facade, and, and see as God wants you to see. Uh, he'll open your eyes to see beyond the, uh, the, the veneer, as I said, and to see what he wants you to see. So let's, let's pray and be in agreement today that the Father will illuminate your mind and, and you'll know his will and purpose for your life. Father, as we close the program today, Lord, we thank you for the privilege again to minister the word of the Lord. What a joy it is, Father, to have your word that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths. And Lord, we just pray for every listener today that the Holy Spirit of God would illuminate their minds, that they might see into the deep things of God. For you said it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Father, I just pray that the Holy Ghost will reveal to us the deep things of God in this hour that we are living in. For you don't want us to be caught unawares of anything that's taking place that could be detrimental to our lives. I pray for this program. I pray for this ministry today that you would exalt it, that you would use it to reach literally tens of thousands here in this end time hour. And Father, we'll give you the praise, the honor, the glory for it all. For it's in Christ's name we ask it, Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to uh, thank Pastor David Langford for coming on the program today. Uh, be sure and check out his website, thevoiceofevangelism.com, his uh, radio shows, and support his ministry. And I'll be back tonight with you for our 8 p.m. Eastern Time program we're going to be having on Pastor James Mobley. God bless everyone, and I'll see you all again on tonight's show. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Oh.